Thank you for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast. My name is Kerry Zarb, and I've been helping business owners just like you go from headache to heaven in a heartbeat for over 20 years. I'll be giving you all the top advice for getting started in your business, but I'll also be speaking with some of the best business minds to inspire you with valuable insights to help you get ahead in your business. If you've ever hit a roadblock or lost your passion, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to episode 55 of the Biz Nation podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whichever applies to you. I'm Kerry, and I'm very excited to have you joining me on this show. On this episode, we have the amazing Suze Chadwick joining us. Suze may not need introducing, but I'll drop a tiny summary anyway before we head over to her. Suze is the business and brand coach for doers, supporting and encouraging women in business to claim their space, helping them create a savvy business to fit their lifestyle. Welcome aboard, Suze. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. It's great that you're here and I appreciate your time so much and and thank you for being on the show. Pleasure. Wonderful. So, Suze, I'm just going to dive straight in if that's okay with you. Yeah, for sure. The first thing I need to ask you, though, is your professional public speaking space. You know, I've I've been circling you for a while and, you know, jumping out of planes, jumping off of cliffs. What does this look like in the last 12 months? What's been happening with, with Suze? Yeah, I mean, I have to say it's been super interesting. The last 12 months or 2020 for me, was actually one of my biggest years in business. Wow. Yeah, which was interesting and surprising. Uh, So I have uh, my main signature online course, Brand Builders Academy, and we launched that twice last year. And then we also have it Evergreen. And I had so many people jump into it. And a lot of the conversations I was having is, we're not traveling, we're not going anywhere um, you know, business has slowed down for some people. So we've now like got the money and we want to invest in ourselves so that yeah. we can really start to stand out in the market, diversify, take a look at like what we're doing, things like that. So my business, which has been going for six years and I've been online for that whole time, uh, pretty much, you know, was the place that people came to upskill themselves because they now have the time and the money, which I was really obviously very fortunate to have that happen so from that perspective business went well I basically went online with all of my speaking so I was doing a lot of online summits and speaking gigs for regional women in business and Mm -hmm. communities and things like that Uh, and that's paid speaking that I do uh, as well I might do sort of one or two free summits a year maybe depending on what's coming up mm-hmm. uh, but I I focus mainly on my paid speaking gig so that I, it still happened it wasn't to the same extent that it normally was but it was still really nice to connect with loads of new people and still be speaking and sharing so there was no jumping out of planes there was no white water rafting or you know hang gliding 
but that's okay. We survived. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'm just happy for that. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Love it. I kind of pictured straight up there wasn't many planes and there wasn't many clips and that kind of stuff. But I thought I'd ask the question anyway because I think um, definitely in that, you know, the whole COVID space and the whole last 12 months and everyone's, you know, changed what they're doing and, and you know, mixed things up a little bit. So I was really curious to find out how that was going for you. So thanks for sharing that. That's okay. amazing. Awesome. So, Suze, my next question is I would like to give the listeners a little bit of a, um, a snapshot of the summary of Suze, your journey, your journey in business and how you got to where you are now. Yeah, absolutely. So in a nutshell, because it is a long story, but in a <laughs> nutshell, <laughs> yeah, I started my career in recruitment and HR. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of what I did for 15 years or so. And I started when I was sort of like 20. Uh, and then I ended up going to London with that. And when I was there, I used to head up recruitment for Deloitte Consulting. And there was a time when we had this huge campaign. And as the recruitment manager, we ended up having a brand consulting business come in and help us because we wanted to hire like 100 consultants during a specific period and so because I was leading it I was involved in the whole project and so we were looking at you know social campaigns and uh you know events and brand activations and messaging and all the rest of it and community building and I was like what is this amazingness uh and so it was kind of the first time that I had kind of been exposed to what that looks like from a project perspective and I just thought this is amazing I really enjoy it so kind of fast forward I had been in London for eight and a half years I ended up getting married and coming back to Melbourne which is where I'm originally from and continued in recruitment but I just knew that I didn't want to do that anymore I knew that I was ready to do something else and so on the sort of second last day of my maternity leave for my first child I was sitting in a corner office with a client and we had this social media branding consultant come in and she was like, right, so this is what we're going to do and this is how we're going to do it. And I was still managing recruitment at the time. And as she came in, I thought, oh, my gosh, like this is what I want to do. And so I went on maternity leave. I contacted her via LinkedIn and I said, I'll work for you for free, like one day a week over my maternity leave if you teach me everything that you know. Oh, and she wow. said yes. Oh, so, you know, I was in a senior leadership role in corporate, but I was like, I don't care. I will type notes for you. I will be your lackey. I will do your admin. I will build social accounts. You tell me what you want me to do and I'll do it. Uh, And so she was an ex-Deloitte branding consultant and she had gone out on her own. And so I would sit in like on a Thursday afternoon while my daughter slept and she was a baby. uh, And I would just sit in on her running brand strategy sessions with clients and we take a look at their social media strategy and what was their messaging and how are we going to build communities for them and all of this and so I just did that Um, and I basically went back to my job two years later because I had a second child and when I came back into my job I said to the CEO at the time I think that we're missing an opportunity I want to start a employer branding because it was a recruitment company Mm. I want to start an employer branding consulting business and she said yes Wow. So I guess a couple of lessons from that is I just ask for everything that I want. And a lot of times the answer is yes. And yep. sometimes the answer is no. 
But mm-hmm. if you don't ask, you don't get, which my mother always taught me when I <laughs> when I was growing up. Uh, and so I built that a global employer brand consulting business uh, across Asia Pac, the UK and the US over a number of years. And mm. then I started helping girlfriends to build their businesses. And I just found that it was something that came really naturally to me. Like yeah. to me, as somebody who's come from a very project background and strategy background, I'm like, I love all the pieces in business. I'm like, yeah. right. So what's our brand strategy? What's our marketing strategy? What's our messaging? What's our pricing? How are we going to market? What's our sales? Um, so all of those moving pieces really excite me. And I love working with women in business to help them create it. So I did that in corporate for a while and then I took the leap and, uh, and yeah, and have been doing that ever since. And I oh, love it. That's fantastic. What an amazing story and little journey that, that you went on. Like, I love the fact that you've reached out to someone and said, essentially you've said, I want to be you. Like <laughs> I need to be you. If you need a clone, I'm here. I'm yeah. here for you. And, and you've been the sponge in that space in the early days and, and really brought that to life for how you want it to be from, from all of that experience, which is amazing. I love that story. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And that leads perfectly segues into the next question, which is, and for the listeners, where do we start with our business branding? What's some advice that you can give us on that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for me, I when I talk about it, uh, I like to start simply and give you a bit of a visual. So I always just say, if you're starting a business, I want you to think about what do you want to be known for? So it's not what you do. It's not like you're a copywriter or a web designer or a business coach, but what are you here to do? Like, what are you really passionate about? And what is the impact that you want to have? Now this will evolve. It's not going to be perfect from day one, but just thinking, you know, something I really want to help women to create incredible like websites that help them get more clients yeah Mm -hmm. so it's I want to help women to grow their businesses might be your purpose because you're really skilled in that Mm -hmm. so that's kind of the roof if we have a bit of a visual and then the next thing is you've got your pillars that hold up that roof which would be the things that you talk about. So you might have five things that you talk about constantly. For me, I talk about bold branding, personal branding, like charging and earning and being profitable in business. I talk about public speaking and having a bold voice as well. So these are some of my content pillars Mm -hmm. and they hold up and they constantly reinforce what I want to be known for. So for me, what I want to be known for, I don't want to be known as a business coach or a brand strategist or a speaker coach. That's what I do. it's not what I want to be known for. What I want to be known for is supporting women to have to have bold and powerful voices and claim their space with confidence in the world. And so there's different ways that I can do that. Mm-hmm. And then the foundation of that house is your vision, mission, values, brand personality, how you want to show up, all the rest of it. And so really just thinking about that in a simple way, if you can just get that, mm-hmm. that's an awesome start. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that a lot of times what happens is that people do their vision, mission, values, and then they never look at it again. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, oh, I tick that box. Like I did that. Well done. And then it like sits on your hard drive or on your Dropbox or on a document somewhere gathering dust. And I think that, you know, my vision is something that I think about a lot. It's something I talk about a lot. I Every time I make a business decision, I ask myself the question, does this align with my purpose and my vision? 
is this profitable and is this going to really help me to achieve the impact that I want to have? And so if the answer is no, then I'm not going to do whatever that is. And so I think when you can create that and make it active and a living thing that you constantly check back into, like my values, you know, is this fun? Is this supporting, you know, the women around me to gain more knowledge? Is this building community? How am I living into my values with the decisions I'm making, with the content I'm sharing, with the products and services I'm creating? Mm. And so if you can, whilst that house might seem simple, if it can be a living, breathing thing, it can have a massive impact on your ability to gain momentum, to build your audience, to, you know, build your community, your message and attract the people that you really want. I love that. And and what resonates with me there is where, you know, we're talking about having this ongoing, like you said, not just create it and drop it. it. You've got to revisit it. You've got to keep coming back to it and see if you're still aligning with it. And it might need to change. It might actually, like you said earlier, evolve, you know, with you as you grow and develop. And and that's okay too. It's okay to make those changes is, is probably something some of us get a little bit stuck on, you know. Uh, we might actually start that process and go oh this is who I am this is what I want to do and and this is who I who I be but at the same time kind of give ourselves a little bit of a break to know that that can that can move that can shift as well I think it has to I think it has to I think that where you start in business and where you end up is rarely the same place so I think that you should expect change mm. you should expect evolution I think that when we start our businesses a lot of times we're very naive to what needs to happen um, you know who we want to be how we want to be in the world the more we learn the more we evolve the more the market changes the more we evolve the more our clients grow and change the more we evolve evolve so I don't think it's an if I think it's a you know it's it's definitely going to happen it's a when so I think that just being I think that's one of the skills that entrepreneurs and business owners have to have Mm. is the ability to change and shift and evolve because that's just the market that we're in yeah exactly and I think the last 12 months has proven that no end yeah some of us might not have been so open to that before as what we are now so I think if anything we're in a better position to accept that as business owners yeah entrepreneurs and all of that so awesome I love that You're listening to the Biz Nation podcast. I would love to connect with you outside of the podcast and you can find me on Clubhouse, Instagram, Facebook or LinkedIn by searching my name, Kerry Zarb, or directly on my website at kerryzarb.club. And don't forget, if you need more support in your business, you can find the community on Facebook at Biz Nation Support Group. And Suze, I want to ask you, what if, and and I'll, I'll just paint a little picture here, what if we want to brand as ourselves? So say I wanted to be showing up as me, Kerry Zarb, instead of a company name. What's, what's a little bit of advice that you can give their listeners for being the ownership of your own brand and being yourself? 
Yeah, absolutely. I think this is a really personal decision. I was having this conversation yesterday at an event that I was speaking at, and the question was around, do I brand as myself or as a business name, as a, a you know, as a separate brand? And I said, it's really up to you. So for example, when I started my business, my business or my trading name is the Connection Exchange. If you're watching the video, you'll see a whole lot of X's around me, which was kind of the logo that we had for the Connection Exchange. Um, and for me, the reason that I had that name is because I wanted it to be every time people came to an event that they, you know, connected and exchanged knowledge and, um, you know, business tips and all the rest of it, relationships, etc. And so when I made the decision about two or three years into my business so that I didn't really want the events to be the central point of what I did, but rather I wanted to do online courses and coaching and speaking, I knew that the brand had to be me. And so I then changed to a personal brand. So instead of the connectionexchange.com, which was, which is what my website used to be, it's now suzechadwick.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if you go to the connectionexchange.com, it'll still redirect to me because it's still my trading name, but I moved deliberately to a personal brand. Mm-hmm. And so I think you've got to make a decision. If your business is something that is bigger than you, as in you've got partners or you've got other people that can deliver what it is, then you might have a business name. Let's, we're going to use Amazon as an example. Uh So it's a much bigger business, but Jeff Bezos is who we know as the personal brand and the founder of Amazon. And his personal brand stands in its own right. Uh So there's a couple of things. You can either have just your business brand and you stand behind that and you don't want to be visible, totally up to you. Um, You can have your business brand and your personal brand, like we've just said, Amazon and Jeff Bezos, Uh, or you can be your personal brand like Amy Porterfield, Marie Forleo, Brene Brown, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so I think you've got to decide, do, do I want to have my name known in circles? Yeah. Do I want to be the person that's standing on the stage, writing the book, running the podcast, being spoken about where people are like, you've got to listen to Suze Chadwick. Like you've got to like, make sure that you speak to her if you want to do X. Yeah. Rather than a a business brand. Mm, Uh, And the other thing is, is that with a business brand, if you ever want to sell it down the track, then nine times out of 10, it can't be a personal brand because obviously somebody can't buy suzechadwick.com. Yep. So I think that's just the other practical thing is that if it's a, so the the lady yesterday, she was an auditor and a suck, she's also got a succulent business, which I love. <laughs> um, but I just said to her, you know, if you've got other auditors and it's a business you want to sell down the track, then you probably wouldn't have your name mm-hmm. because then that's hard to sell to somebody else. Yeah. So it's just those sorts of things. But personal branding, I think we are in a personal brand economy, especially yes. in the entrepreneurial and solopreneur world, is that if you deliver the product, I am actually buying you. And I think a lot of people don't get that. It's like, oh, no, no, no. Well, it's my product or service. But at the end, of the day if I'm going to be working with you you're delivering the product or the service to me I'm following you on socials I'm seeing you wherever else I'm buying you yeah and so that personal brand is really important and it's really your reputation it's what you're known for but it's also I just think your personal brand is an extension of your brand experience Mm -hmm. so when you come in contact with me wherever I am whatever I'm doing you have a specific experience with me and it's this experience that you'll remember either for good or for bad or for indifferent, whatever it is. And so it's really thinking about how do I want people to feel? What do I want to be known for? 
you know, what are the things that I want to do? What are the assets I want to create that really help me to build that personal brand and to be able to get my message out there and live my vision as well? Yeah, and I think you're right. It does come back to the start of the conversation because we're all, we're, we've all, you know, kind of grabbed ourselves and thrown us back to the start of why, what's the passion, but what is it? What are, what are you actually doing? It could be a product that relates to a particular brand name. So therefore that would make sense to bring that together under a, a, a business banner and a, and a business name. But like yourself, you know, when you're actually supplying a service, but it's all about you. If the, if the customers are only interacting with you and only looking for you, not, not a team, not someone else, not another consultant or, or something in that space it makes more sense to be on that personal level because they're coming to you so yeah and I confess I did ask that question because I had that transition myself recently so a little bit a little bit of you know personal kind of insight for myself but I thought it'd be valuable for the listeners as well just to you know pick those points of difference and and start to think about why we might make that change if we haven't already so thank you for for grabbing that and and running with it so good I love talking about personal branding I think it's amazing (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So the next question I have is, do we need to be just on this personal brand train still? Do we need to be a little bit mindful of how we're showing up as our, excuse me, as ourselves? Do we need to consider how much we share? You know, like, is there a, a line there that you kind of think we should be following? What What does that look like? No, I think that that's the thing about a personal brand is that you get to choose how you show up. So there are some people who give it all. Yeah, their family, their life, their business, their everything. Yeah. And so I think that that's a personal decision for me. Um, I show sort of my personal life, but I don't show a lot, say, of my kids and very rarely of my husband and things like that. Um, And so for me, it's more about what I'm doing in my business and, you know, things that I've got coming up. And and so I think you've got to decide what you're comfortable sharing. I think you have to make that decision as well. You know, I've asked my kids if they want to be on my socials and things like that. I think it's important. My son has said no. So every now and again, you might see him, but he's like, no, I'm not interested where's my daughter's all over it she's like oh my gosh yes anytime um you know which is which is awesome but I'm also really conscious of this you know safety and security too and so for me I'm just like the business is me it's where I am it's what I'm doing it's my clients it's a bit of my life outside of business as well because you know that's what it is uh but that's a conscious decision that I've made about how much I share Mm -hmm. but then for people who want to share it all that's their choice yeah. So there's really no limits. It comes down to our personal preference and, and what we want to share. So there's not a right and wrong here. No. And that's what makes personal branding so interesting because everybody's really different and the way that we go about it's different and the things that we share are different and the way that we share it is different. So, you know, some people love doing loads of reels. You and I love Clubhouse. Other people, <laughs> you know, love I love Instagram stories as well. And And so how we share it, is really different as well. So I just think it's totally up to you how you do it, how much you do it, how much you share, what you share, all the rest of it. So, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Love that. I think that's really good advice because, yeah, I think we need to 
factor in so many things, you know, and, and obviously be mindful of what we're giving our audience and how we're showing up. But I think that, you know, raw and authentic side of us as humans, because we're all humans, we've all got lives, you know, there's other things going on behind the scenes. And it could be just those simple behind the scenes shots that we share, you know, we might want to keep it a little bit more closed door and that's yeah. okay too. So it's, it's good to know we've got that flexibility, which is awesome. And I think that's, that's what makes social media so interesting as well. Yeah. Fantastic. Now, Suze, I actually would love to uh, take a moment to jump behind the scenes of you because like there's this I guess you know there's this perception in the world when we are our own personal brand that you know everything's amazing like everything's fantastic they're so fun they must love what they what they do and what they share and they turn up and they always look sensational but there's challenges behind the scenes. And I did a little bit of research. I did some homework and I remember reading cats, dogs, and chocolate. So would you mind sharing what your challenges are in the cats, dogs, and chocolate space? That's hilarious. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I don't know about dogs. I love dogs. Um, I am allergic to cats and I'm also chocolate gives me headaches. Mm-hmm. So I do find it quite funny. I have put it, it's, it's an interesting one. I put it on my about page for a reason because because sometimes I get the biggest gifts of chocolates and my husband just thinks it's the best thing in the world because obviously I can't eat it and so he (laughs) has a field day and sometimes I'm talking about like massive boxes of cocoa black like multiple different chocolates or you know just just lots of people love sending me chocolate it's like (laughs) a thing Um, and I don't eat chocolate (laughs) so that's that's one I'm not sure it's a it's a problem but it's it's an interesting one I am allergic to cats and I do have a dog Bo who I love who I he's on social media more than my kids um because he is my little uh I call him my happiness officer my chief happiness officer in in my office uh so sometimes when I'm on coaching calls he will come up to me and and just kind of jump up and and so sometimes on my coaching calls there is a dog with me because he just needs a cuddle and then he goes off on his own again uh but he is a schnoodle so he is hyperallergenic so I don't get a fever from him (laughs) but that's a little bit of background I love that I love that and I'm really quite sad about the chocolate like I'm I'm coffee and chocolate like I do both like traditionally and they almost go hand in hand at the same time not in the mocha sense strangely enough not a mocha but yeah like I could not live without either of those in my life that's so funny I'm not fast like I'm not actually a massive sweet tooth if you gave me cheese and red wine I'm like happy as Larry's. There you go. For the listeners, if you want to send something through to Sue's, go for the cheese basket, the wine basket, and you're all safe. It's all, all set. Yeah. Set. I would go a gourmet hamper any day over chocolate. Yeah, love that. Awesome. <laughs> all right, Sue's. I want to dive into five fast facts about Sue's. Are you ready? I am. I had to write them down. I was like, what are five facts about me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throw a curveball because you don't know what the questions are, and this could get really interesting, oh, really fast. All right, cool. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm sitting up. I'm ready. All right. Okay. Question number one. Are you a home master chef or a takeaway queen? I'm a home cook. I wouldn't say a master chef. I'm a home cook. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. What is your favourite movie and why? 
Oh my gosh. I really love About Time. I'm not sure it's my favorite movie, but it's one of, I don't know if you know it, it's got Rachel McAdams and the guy can go back in time every now and again. And it's, it's, um, yeah, it's good. And I'm also a closet, not even closet, totally out there. Avengers. Oh, it's a good one. <laughs> love Avengers. I love a superhero. That's fantastic. My next question is what's your favorite non-business activity? Oh, catching up with the girls, social, anything yes. social, down by the beach with tunes and wine and good friends. And a bit of cheese and crackers in there as Maybe well. cheese and crackers. <laughs> Love it. Who is your hero and why do you admire them? I have to say that Elizabeth Gilbert is probably my top three. Uh-huh. Uh, she, I just feel like a lot of the work that she's done has helped me to be a lot more creative and let go a lot and just enjoy the moments that uh, that come. So Big Magic, I listen to it on an annual basis on Audible. Awesome. Excellent. I'm going to check that out. I've written that one down because Amazing. I have not heard of that space and I'm going to get on board for sure. Thank you. Uh, the last question is what's your biggest current goal? And it can be personal, business or both. My biggest current goal is that I want like a hundred women in Amplify, which is my mastermind. Ooh. I'm just, yeah, I'm like going big with it. So I'm, yeah, that's my goal. Yay. Awesome. Love that. Now I'm dying to know because you said that you wrote some things down. What did, what did you want to share? Oh. <laughs> I was like, was it just random facts about me? Uh, so my five facts that I had was that I lived in London for eight and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, I traveled around the world for three months on my way back from London and did um, the U S Canada, central and South America. Wow. Uh, I met my husband speed dating at a pub in London one night and fell in love, thunderbolts and lightning on the evening that I met him. Very, very striking. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I am an adrenaline junkie. And the last one is that I did um, climb Machu Picchu, uh, which was one of the hardest things I've ever done because we didn't train at all. And then when we got to the lost city, I saw that I could have caught a train. (laughs) And I was pretty upset about that. (laughs) I bet. Oh my God. That's like one of those shattering moments. <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh man, ripped off. <laughs> so those are my five facts. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Thanks for sharing those extra pieces because I didn't know that you'd written them down and I had to bring them out. I had to bring them all out. Oh good. All good. <laughs> all right. That's been fantastic. Thank you, Suze. And finally, before we wrap it up, where can we find you? I think it'll be obvious, but throw it anyway. Yeah, you can find me at Suze Chadwick, so S-U-Z-Chadwick.com, and I'm Suze Chadwick on all social platforms. Awesome. And just to go back again, this um, this space that you're running for your goal at the moment, just to give that a final plug as well. Yeah, so Amplify, which is my mastermind. So that is for anybody that wants to create their own program, which could be an online course, a group coaching program, or a one-on-one coaching program and build a personal brand that sells it as well. So that is just suzechadwick.com forward slash amplify and you can apply for that Yay. and check it out. But yeah. Is that open or it's coming? 
where is it sitting? So no, moment? people can go and apply and then they'll be able to um, go through that process and join whenever they want. Awesome. Love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. And that will all be in the show notes of today's episode, obviously sharing as much as we possibly can of you, Suze. And thank you. thank you for coming on to the show. I really appreciate your time and everything that you've shared with us. It's been amazing. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Carrie. It's been awesome. Really, really glad to connect. Thank you for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast. It was lovely to share this episode with you. Remember to subscribe to catch all future episodes and I'd also very much love it if you'd leave me a rating or a review. Until next time, remember that you can also go from headache to heaven in a heartbeat.